All right, guys, let's start. Guys, hello, anybody? Hold on, man. LeBron just posted something new on Insta. All right, but like, we kind of need to start the episode. <sighs> I mean, I guess. Fellas, I think I just saw someone die on TikTok. I, guess. I, think, we, I think we need to focus. <laughs> um, that does lead into this week's episode, episode four of Witty Talk. Uh, this episode, we're going to be talking about social media and the role it has in our daily lives and in, I guess, today's generation, right? Over the years, social media started to, I guess, take everything by storm. That's the way of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so formally, welcome to Witty Talk. Uh, make sure to check your feelings to the door. So I think the best thing, well, I guess let's just do a brief introduction. How? So Quinn, you start. How? How to you does social media, like, what does social media even mean to you? So it's it's kind of like a weird thing because, especially like for all of us, I'll kind of talk about this first. For all of us, social media, we've all grown up around it. Like, I don't remember a time in my life where I didn't have something like, like the internet or something like that, let alone like Instagram or Facebook. I feel like all of that really started popping off when we were like, going through like middle school and high school and stuff like that so to me at least social media is just a way to communicate a way to just let people know hey um how are you doing like what are you doing all this kind of stuff and um it's more of like just it's it's like an announcement i guess for like just to be like hey like like i said like who are you what are you doing stuff like that because i feel like a good percentage of my day whether i realize it or not is on social media and um whether that be like instagram or twitter or like just communicating with people on snapchat whether it be as like a whole on my story or just like one-on-one just messaging like that's more of like what social media is to me it's like announcing to the people or just communicating with people stuff like that yeah i mean yeah i agree i think it's it's become such a large part of today's society, right? Everything is on social media. And it's crazy because you don't even realize sometimes that you're even on social media. For, ex- for example, like we have a group chat and our group chat is on Snapchat. And it's like, I don't even think about that as like a form of social media. I just think about it as, again, I'm just communicating with y'all. But I know that that's like a form of social media because we're, again, it's, the way that we're communicating and stuff like that. Um, same thing like with like like text messaging and stuff like that. Like it's come to that point where you can have group chats full of like 20, 30 people for like whether it be like school or just like friends or whatever. And I would even consider that a form of social media because that's essentially you communicating with a large amount of people or if you want one-on-one, it just depends. Yeah. So, so for clarification, like, what counts as social media? Because I mean, now that you say it like that, I'm kind of thinking would um, just regular texting count as social media? So, I mean, so I think there's a spectrum of social media. So when I think of like the social media outlet, I think of like Facebook. I don't even have Facebook, but like, I think that's really where it went like crazy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so after looking up a definition, social media, 
uh, is defined as like websites and applications that enable users to create and share content or to participate in what is defined as social networking. Mm -hmm. um, so I think technically by definition or whatever, I don't think text message is social media, whereas it's more of just a communication. Yeah. Um, but I mean, but so Snapchat, we consider social media, but I mean, we definitely just use it literally to communicate. I mean, mm -hmm. we do some stuff where we'll like post like, oh, go check out this new episode or go do this or whatever, or even on our own, like personal stories, we'll post stuff. Mm -hmm. But like, yeah. I'd say 90% of my time on Snapchat is like texting or, you know, technically snapping, sending pictures, but it's more of just a message rather than here's what i'm doing yeah yeah it's um it's it's social media is still something that's kind of not strange but like i just don't use social media a lot like, i was gonna say yeah what about you mira like how how what's your experience with social media so far so i guess i'm very old old-fashioned really because I didn't really start using social media, maybe late middle school. And I made a Facebook to stay in uh, contact with, with some of my family members mm -hmm. from, from Mexico. Because at the time, it was just me and my mother and my sister here in the United States. And I, I but aside from that, I never really like use social media i i didn't i didn't i don't know when instagram became a thing or when snapchat became a thing i i never used anything i was always out and about you know doing the old-fashioned knock on people's doors hey you want to come play and stuff or call people up by the phone i didn't even text mm -hmm. i remember whenever people would give me such a hard time for not texting before calling and i'm like wait what's the problem you know let me just let me just call but now that quentin or not hearing y'all talk about what counts as social media kind of has me thinking like maybe i have used social media because most of the time whenever i use social media i use like apps where you know you people post a bunch of funny stuff you know i, I like right now i just recently got tiktok I used to have like iFunny or something mm -hmm, like that yeah. or Reddit. So like and... OG social medias. Yeah. If we so, consider it that. Cause... But I would never post anything. I've never posted anything. Like I tried getting into streaming and stuff. I got a little unmotivated and everything. I mean, I do have a Twitter. I do have an Insta. I do have a Snap. I do have a TikTok. And most of them are because y'all forced me to get them. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we made you get like progressively made you download i think we started you off with like snapchat yeah just yeah. so we could like communicate and then twitter because we wanted to share you things and then i know tiktok for sure we actually had to sell you on that one because like... yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so definitely social media is mainly like a a platform that i use for communication more than anything i never post and i almost never post anything or anything like that yeah well, I mean, so I remember, I think, well, I don't, I can't remember a time where like social media hasn't been around me. I, I think my first use of social media was probably in middle school and it was probably Instagram slash Facebook. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, like school in school and middle school is like, oh yeah, like do you what's your Instagram, right? Or what's your Facebook? Mm-hmm. And it's like such a weird like even today, I still have the same Facebook profile. I don't even remember my username or password. Yeah. Or any of that stuff, but like I'll still every once in a while, if I can find like the piece of paper that I have like dug deep, deep somewhere in my house. Um, like all that information yeah like i'll, in, I'll yeah. get on the facebook and see like you know all the friend requests and all this and that but it's like it's this weird sensation of like followers and friends right so you go on to which, whichever platform and yeah. i think every platform even snapchat because you have to be friends right in order to see like stories and all that uh, I, th- I believe so. I know some of them, like like the more like higher tier ones, like like the for like celebrities or like that, you just follow them. But for like people to actually snap back and forth, I know that you have to be friends to. Yeah, so it's that. like, yeah. and it's this weird. So even with Instagram, like, but I think on my old Instagram that I don't use anymore, I used to have at one point or another, I had like seven hundred followers, but. Mm-hmm. I didn't know them. Right. And I may have, I maybe was following 400 people, but I didn't know all 400. It was just like a, like a clout symbol of like, yeah. It's like, Oh, how many followers do you have? And you're like, Oh, you only have a thousand followers or like, Oh, you only have a hundred followers, you know? Get away from me. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Oh, I remember, I remember with me, I had wanted Facebook so bad. And it's funny thinking about it because even as a child, I never used Facebook. I mean, I, I don't think I've ever used Facebook consistently. I've used like Instagram, Snapchat, like how we all said already, but I don't think I've ever used Facebook consistently. But I remember as a kid, I would always tell my parents, I'd be like, look, I need to have a Facebook. I need to have a Facebook. And they're like, why do you want a Facebook? I'm like, because everyone has a Facebook. Everyone didn't have a Facebook. I don't think so. I just, I just think I wanted it because <laughs> it's that sense of connection whether you have the people, like I said, none of none of my friends that I knew had a Facebook, but mm-hmm. it's just that connection that you feel that you have with other people, like whether you know them or not. I think that's what yeah. um, kind of intrigued me about it, because the thing that I always got was, oh, you need to have, you need to be 13 to have a Facebook account or something like that. And I I was like, no, like, no, you don't and stuff like that. And like, I, I apparently you do I guess I don't I don't know I don't even remember because it was that long ago but I just remember that was always the thing and then like I said when I finally got Facebook I never used it and it was because I didn't have those weird little connections but I felt that it was still important to me because mm-hmm. they I, I it was that like that symbol that status of like look at me like I still have something that could reach out to potential people and stuff like that but um yeah I'm in that same boat of like I haven't checked my Facebook in years and it's just sitting there with who knows how many people or um stuff like that so well that's the thing like even on facebook i have crazy amounts of quote-unquote friends like that's what they call it on facebook right your facebook friends yeah. mm-hmm. and it's like i'm pretty sure if i went and actually reviewed 90 percent of those people i either never met don't know don't care to know you know yeah, yeah. And it's like it's a weird thing of it's almost like false connectivity. Like you feel connected, but you, it's like, you don't know them at all. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, 
it's the same thing when with celebrities, right? You follow these celebrities and all these people and you like you know what's going on in their daily lives. Mm-hmm. And then it's like maybe let's say you meet one of them, you meet whoever celebrity you've been following. Mm-hmm. And it's like you have this weird like falsified persona that you know them. But they yeah. have no idea who you are. <laughs> and um, it's it- it's really weird to think about. Yeah. Um, it's kind of funny because when I first got my Instagram, uh, I, 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 I probably use that, like probably one of the most out of all the social medias that I have. But um, when I first got my Instagram, I felt like I was so cool because because um, uh, we're in San Antonio. But uh, at the time, the finals were going on. And obviously, it was the Spurs in the heat. And that was like, what, like 2013? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I felt so good. I felt so cool because I followed Danny Green. And he was a Spur at the time. And mm-hmm. I think that was, I'm pretty sure that was the year when he broke the uh, finals three record and stuff like that. So I felt so cool because I was like, look at me. I just followed Danny Green and stuff like that. When in actuality, he had no idea who I was. He, he Adding to the list and stuff like that of like how many followers he has. Mm-hmm. And I just think that that's such a weird phenomena of the fact that I, I mean, I, I think it's a cool thing to follow someone of like high status and stuff like that. Cause you get to see what they're up to and stuff like that. But the fact that it meant so much to me as a child. And I just think that's such a weird little thing, you know, of like the fact that I was like, Oh, I could possibly like meet him or like that we're friends or stuff like that. So yeah. um, it's a weird little, thing well, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of it's a little different for me just because i never really like i don't know i can't say i i i felt like that i never my i never had a goal of oh i want to get as many followers as i could it was kind of like oh i have it there whatever mm-hmm. and looking back well i don't know if i'd say i'm glad that i got it so early on like maybe like a facebook that's just sitting there or something like that Mm-hmm. But now that we've all grown up, you know, yeah, like it's just sitting there and every now and then I'll check it, maybe. And, you know, I find out stuff about, I don't know, let's say like my childhood friends from Mexico. And, you know, I'm like, oh, dude, you got married? I didn't know that. And, you know, call them up every time I and then I go to Mexico, we have a drink, talk about life or like there have been some um unfortunate things that i found out like a few people from my middle school died and i would have never known mm-hmm. unless i like checked my facebook and stuff or you know some p- other people got married other people had kids other people moved some even got really cool um they got to do really cool stuff you know they traveled the world or maybe they got a really good job yeah they're doing really good things and I guess it's I don't know if it's the um, the nosy part of me that likes all of that, but I really like knowing what's going on in people's lives, not in like a bad way, just like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, oh, I'm so sorry about that. Stuff like that. It's just it keeps you. I don't know. Yeah, I think the interesting thing about that is. Like. Based off what me and Quinn said and what you just said, the effect is more or less the same, right? We're keeping up with these people. But I think if I had to like say, I think it seems like you are using social media as it was meant to be used rather than 
how me and Quinn, you know, when we were little, are like, I'm just doing it because everyone else is doing it. And let me inflate my numbers just because that's the cool thing to do, right? You, you are using it to connect and share with people that you either have known or like, you know, do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, just to stay informed. Yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. And, it, and it's like, I feel like you won't have the, you don't, you didn't run into the same issue that we did of like, like, I, I can't tell you how many times I'd be scrolling down my feed and be like, who is this? And I'm, you know, I click and I'm like, why am I following this person? Yeah. It probably happened yeah. every single time I would scroll down my feed. Even if I, after I figured, oh, I don't know who this person is and I unfollowed them, it would, it, it was, bound to happen again and again and again like I yeah remember, and you, oh go ahead oh sorry um i remember i'll say it really quick just to be there but yeah no go ahead go ahead um with with me i remember like when you like uh when you first met someone whether it be like in middle school or like even like um early high school i would say like at the end of high school this is like when i started to be more mature about social media and stuff like that but the first thing I would ask someone when I was younger was like straight up like, Hey, like what's your Snapchat? Hey, what's your Instagram or something like that? <laughs> yeah, I would instantly follow them. You know what I mean? And it's your like, name. like, what's your Insta man? Yeah. And it was like, like, I remember we, I don't know if y'all remember, it was like, like fish camp or something like that from when we were freshmen, literally everyone just was asking each other straight up. Oh, like what, what's your Insta? What's your Snapchat and stuff like that. And obviously like, that's good because like, if we're going to be friends with these people, like um, for like the future and stuff like that, that's, that's awesome. But I feel like it was almost like premature of like, hey, like, like we should know each other or something like that. Or like, what's your name? Or like, what do you like? What, what do you don't like? Stuff like that. Rather than like, that'd be the first thing you go to. You know what I mean? Like, no. so as a child, I feel like we need to kind of like reevaluate it because for me, I always just thought that that was the thing to do. And um, like hearing what Ramiro was saying of like using it for that. I definitely see myself using social media a little more like that now. Of course, we all have like the little superficial side of like we're just looking through like scrolling through our feeds or um, just like on TikTok all the time or stuff like that. But but yeah, um, I definitely feel like I've matured a little bit more since then, since I was a kid of just asking people, hey, what's your Insta or stuff like that. Yeah. And, you know, um, looking back, I, I actually I actually regret not getting not being more involved in social media and getting more social media i i think i blame it a lot on one me being kind of kind of shy and two this naive mentality of you know oh i could still hold on to the old-fashioned way of you know be meeting people in person you know talking to people in person exchanging the old-fashioned oh numbers texting just knocking on people's houses and you know now it's different now you rarely see people doing that like honestly it's it's I don't know I guess it would be kind considered kind of weird not weird just like oh no one no one does that where like kids go house to house you know knocking on other kids doors and that's what yeah, I used to do. And now it's kind of like, I regret it, because now everyone has social media. And it's such a good way to one, stay connected to know more people. And knowing more people is really important, I guess, now for us, because 
it really helps us, you know, find opportunities in terms of maybe like college or a job and stuff. You know, you can meet, yeah. you can meet, I don't know, maybe some kind of doctor that will offer you an internship or some kind of businessman that will offer you a, a scholarship and stuff. And now, you know, I'm, I'm barely kind of, I would say I'm barely starting and it, it, it just, it's just a regret of mine that I didn't adopt social media earlier so I can, you know, I guess know more people build, I guess, kind of like a portfolio. Yeah. Cause online. like um, a large part of it, like how we mentioned in the definition, it's social networking and um, a large part of like what that is, is just like being like, who do you know? And stuff like that. So like, for example, like if, I wanted or did an internship or something like that. It would be really helpful if I knew someone in that field, if I had experienced someone in the past and been like, hey, like, let me follow you. So I kept in touch and um, I could go back and ask them like, hey, like, what's up and stuff like that. So yeah. um, and it's still it's still so I, I, I still get so frustrated with the fact that I don't know, for some reason, people are people are so afraid to, you know, give their numbers or, you know, uh actually interact with others in the more physical form rather than um virtual form Mm -hmm. and because i like that i like i like the the what's the word for it the sense of um community like a personal touch to something like um... yeah like being like for example being in college you know I w- I felt slightly uninvolved when I was at UTSA. I felt hella uninvolved when I was at Blinn. Like <laughs> no one wanted to talk. No, there was nothing to do. Yeah. And then I was excited to go to AM because I'm like, okay, you know, it's a big university, well-known university, has a giant community. Uh, I'm excited to maybe go to like football games, maybe join clubs. You know, because I really like the whole in-person community thing. Yeah. And then, you know, COVID happened. Everything turned virtual. (laughs) And I'm like, are you serious? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, I regret, again, going back, I regret not getting social media. But it still frustrates me that, I don't know, it's used so much. It's like a, it's a crutch. I mean, I'll say it. I think it's definitely a crutch of like and it's interesting because you we i think out of the friend group we consider you the most shy romero yeah for sure But when it comes to that stuff you might be one of the most outgoing in the sense of like not resulting to social like not turning to social media to avoid personal interactions yeah um and I think that's definitely like a skill. Like it's it's weird because me and Q are on one side of the coin and you're on the other. And we're yeah. meeting in the middle, right? Yeah. Um, but I think I think it's interesting just because so many people like I can't even remember last time. Let's just go on a micro scale and say how many times have y'all been like in a room full of people? And let's say it's Maybe it's a little awkward, right? But yeah. how many people are usually on their phone when they don't know what to do? If they're not talking to somebody or they don't know what else to do, what are they? They're usually on their phone. 
I would venture to say about like 99% of the people are yeah. Like, and it's, and yeah. it's so novel now because for example, like I think it's so funny because if you're like in a situation, like you said, if in a room full of people and stuff like that and you don't know what to do, I feel like you just put your hand in your pocket and then you pull your phone out and then that's it. It's over. You exactly. know what I mean? Like, it's like, it, it's just so simple to just get on your phone. And sometimes you don't even have to be looking at anything. It's just because like that sense of connection, I feel like we have associated so much with a screen rather than a person again. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's just, it's, it's, it's a weird little thing. One thing that I saw, I don't remember where I saw it from, but it was, it was this guy giving a seminar talk. And he was like, it, the entire talk was basically how social media is kind of destroying people's interpersonal reactions. Yeah. And their interactions. And it, he said, he was like, I want you to think about the last time you were in a room with people you don't know, or even for a smaller example, and maybe for other people more relatable, waiting for an elevator. And you're in the elevator waiting. And he was like, when was the last time that you uninstinctly wanted to pull out your phone? And I, you know, I like thought back and I was like, no, every time in, I'm in an elevator, like it's my first instinct. If I don't know who else is in the elevator, like, I don't know the person who's in the elevator with me. I'm like, let me pull my phone and just stare. Mm-hmm. We're in. So now, now when I'm there, even if it's awkward, I'll just try not to get on my phone because mm-hmm. the thing is i think also is it it feels awkward but it's just not right yeah like if we boil it down you don't need to talk to everybody you don't need to have a thriving conversation with absolutely every person you meet but if you don't and it, for whatever reason it feels awkward right yeah, yeah. but it that, it isn't right based off what we just said it's just you going about your day you're literally just waiting for the elevator it's yeah. not anything deeper than that. You're you haven't offended the person for not talking. They're not offended. Like, do you know what I'm trying to say? Like it's it's this weird thing that I think potentially social media has started to like infiltrate within our own psychology of like we constantly need to be doing or like be something. connected or yeah, or talk or something like that. Where yeah. it's it's not that deep. Yeah. You know, I'm a not this is not too off topic. This is actually going based off that example that you said. But um growing up, you know, I I think I've talked to Quentin uh about this um a lot more than maybe like you or anyone else, Matt. But um so obviously y- y'all know I grew up in Mexico, different type of culture, different type of lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And for me, you know, one of the things I always tell y'all is that over there, what a big difference is that over there, you can literally talk to anyone, literally go up to anyone, start talking to them like you're their friend. And it's 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 natural. Everyone yeah. just everyone just talks friendly, blah, blah, blah. And whenever there's an awkward moment when people aren't talking, that usually means something's wrong. So one thing that was hard for me to understand and it still kind of instinctively instinctively happens to me uh like for example that elevator thing where you know instinctively how many times have you like wanted to instinctively pull out your phone 
for me, it's actually very different. I get more of a sense of suspicion just because mm. of the way I used to live of like, mm. okay, why are you acting so weird, bro? <laughs> I don't want to take out my phone. I don't want to show you what I have. Yeah. You know, mm. uh, it, it's, it's, it's something that took me a little bit of time to understand that people here just don't like talking like, or not that they don't like talking. It's just, it's, 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 uh, I guess people, I don't know. What would you guys say? Like, I'd say it just become more awkward because I remember, I like, remember, as, I remember as a kid, my parents would, um, constantly like want me to engage in conversation with like, not with like complete strangers, but like, whether it be like, for example, like at my house or like my family or something like that. They would constantly be like, hey, like, tell them what you're up to or something like that. And that was just, again, little ways of starting to develop my communication skills with people and stuff like that. And obviously, those translate over to school. So, like, when you're um, – I never really had to, like, move to a new school. But I know that we all went to, like, a magnet school where we didn't really know everybody. So, I feel like that also played a little key as well of just, like, we were introduced to all these new people that we didn't know. And we had to find a way to communicate them without looking at our phone all the time. You know what I mean? So yeah. I feel like that helped me growing up. But something I noticed is like, like again, with social media, those natural like conversation starters, um, those natural instincts, they started to be a little bit diminished because I'm not the, the times that I am talking to people, they're through my phone, they're online it's like it's not as personal so those interactions become a little more awkward and just funny almost and i just feel like that's kind of what they've gone to not that we don't like to talk to people because i know that i love to talk to people um but i know that sometimes it can be a little awkward especially if um i'm not familiar with them and i feel like a lot of that kind of is due to social media um because of just the way that social media is designed it's designed how we said you don't even have to know the person really but you can have conversations with them and you don't really have to look at them face to face eye contact is another thing i feel like when you're talking with someone and um you show them eye contact obviously like some people see it as like a sign of like respect and like hey like you have like the confidence to look at me in the eye and i feel like a lot of that is very hard to come by now like obviously like if you're having a conversation maybe someone a little bit older it's a lot easier to see but like for me at least if i have a conversation with people that are on like my age or something like that yeah i i tend to see that the eye contact is very low and like yeah me, me being raised is how i was i i always seek that um that sort of like um tell just because it's a sign of like respect of like i i respect you enough to like look you in the eye look you in the like um look at you when i'm talking to you and stuff like that whereas yeah a lot of times now that's not what we always get it's a lot of people looking away and stuff like that they'll be at their phone or they're distracted by something else and me growing up now i'm starting to see it less as something of disrespect and more of something as just like this person isn't completely comfortable so what can i do to make them feel comfortable and stuff like that you know so does that mean like to change the conversation does that mean I need to make them laugh a little bit, um, stuff like that, to make someone feel more comfortable, be able to talk and have a conversation. Yeah, I 
I actually had not somewhat of somewhat of a similar talk with my uncle. We talked about why, like, why why it's so different here compared to over there. Of why people um, are very. He used the word cautious. Obviously, we're talking in Spanish. Why people are so cautious to um, to really engage in conversation with strangers. Mm-hmm. And one of the things he said is people are um, people are afraid now of saying anything because they're afraid of offending people. You know, yeah. uh, people don't necessarily want to engage in a full open. They don't want to open themselves up. Because, you know, they're afraid that however, whatever they might say, however they might be, might offend them or they might receive some sort of uh, criticism. Mm -hmm. So people, the easiest thing to do is just to, you know, close yourself off and just kind of like, oh, if there's small talk, yeah, just respectful small talk and that's it. And I Mm -hmm. guess a lot of people, and I'm guilty of this as well, um, wait for other people to give the go-ahead sign of like, yeah. hey, it's okay to, you know, be yourself. I, I won't say anything. I won't offend you. I'm friendly. We can talk kind of thing. Yeah. Hmm. I, I think that's pretty true. And I think it actually does apply directly to social media in the sense of like, you're kind of scared. So I think people don't want to be themselves. Because, like you said, they're afraid that they might offend somebody or someone might not like them, right? Yeah. And I think that's something that's kind of probably not the best for just in general. Because I think, I don't know, personally, and I think just growing up and social, I think this is because of social media. I think a lot of people try and please everybody. Yeah. Try and get as much approval. So if there's 100 people... They're going to do whatever they can to approve the greatest number, get approval from the greatest number. So even if that's not who they are, if even if, it, if it's like, oh, I really like this, but only 10% of the other people around me like that, they might not share that or they'll choose to opt that information out. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that's what's going on with social media. Right. You post and you do this and you, what are you trying to get? You're trying to get likes, mm-hmm. even if that's not necessarily the most true version of yourself, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's kind it, of funny though, because you also see the opposite side of that with trolls in that exactly. they, they straight up just want to hate on everybody. They just want to do all that. And they're doing it for attention though, to get noticed, to get, some sort of like recognition it doesn't have to be approval, but some sort of recognition out there. Yeah. And that's why, and it's funny cause you literally they're trolls, right? Yeah. But that's how things used to be. You didn't like everybody. It was, you had friends and you had people you didn't like, but now it's like, Oh, they're not really trying to conform to this trend or, you know, every, all of us like this. So that person doesn't, and they're hating on what we do or what we like, so they're a troll. Yeah. It's like, that could yeah. just genuinely be who that person is, right? That's true. Um, which is, it's, I don't know. I think it's an interesting observation. Yeah. But- and it's very, it's very, it, 
like it's very impressive how quickly people can get together on something that they agree or even disagree on mm-hmm. on on when it comes to social media like sure like i mean i feel like nowadays it's more clearly visible of you know how just i feel like today's society especially online is very it's one very politicized two very polarized as well yeah i feel like you know for one thing that a lot of people are agreeing on there's going to be um a larger if not equal crowd that disagrees on it mm-hmm. and, you know and it just goes back and forth and it's it's i don't know to me it's so impressive as to how everything has two sides to it or not even two sides there might be more than two sides it's just it's impressive how people can agree and disagree on something but it's also kind of scary the lengths people take to really voice their opinion on something yeah yeah well it's not even just disagreeing it's i'm disagreeing but i'm also going to do everything in my power to convince you of why i'm correct mm-hmm. yeah like where is it used to it's like okay like the the saying agree to disagree that doesn't happen that often anymore Mm-mm. yeah um which and with social media i feel like that doesn't really play into like like that kind of mentality because you're constantly being bombarded by things that you like you approve you want to see because of all the different algorithms algorithms that we have for example like on instagram like if if i'm watching the nba finals right now and i'm looking at the highlights i guarantee you the next day i'm getting house of highlights bleacher report all these different things about basketball because i just looked at that you know what i mean and it's just all over the place and now, if, like you said, make that to more like a political side or something like that, you're getting all of that stuff, or it doesn't even have to be political. It could just be on any issue, and you just see it, and it's just constantly that same reinforcement because that's the stuff you're going to click on, so that's the stuff they're going to put in front of you. Yeah. Which is interesting. It's, it's meant to draw you in. Yeah. Um, which I think leads to addiction to social media. Yes. Um. And I think, Q, you could probably offer a better explanation than I can. Maybe, Mira, obviously, everyone's got their own opinion and reason why mm-hmm. they think this could be happening. But in your opinion, because you deal with a lot of social media, especially even our social, the witty talk social media. Yeah. Um, why, like, <laughs> I want to say in your professional opinion, in your opinion, <laughs> yeah. um, in your amateur opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, why do you think people get so addicted to social media? Like what is in place that is meant for them to get, just keep coming back? So pulling back from like my um, experiences, cause obviously like, like Matt said, I um, do a lot, a lot for like the social media for witty talk. A lot of what I'm doing currently for um, like my own like career is in social media um, with like marketing and advertising, stuff like that. So obviously like the one thing that I've learned through like my experiences is you want to get people to interact, like, um, subscribe, 
to your content and stuff like that, just to keep them coming back. So when you're constantly pushing out, and obviously it's not just from one platform, but it's from all over the place, whether it be um, from Instagram um, and someone else's company or the company that I could be working for or something like that. We're all pushing for content that, um, that people want to see or that people like and um, whether it's good or bad, it doesn't matter. But we're pushing them to interact with it and see it because we want them to come back and be happy and feel like a sense of like accomplishment or um, approval and stuff like that. So well, the thing I think that people get addicted with is just they feel like all that stuff they can't live without because they're like, oh, this stuff makes me happy. I'm going to keep going back to it. Well, I, yeah, I guess it makes you happy. But when you're not thinking about it, then just like the, the, the deeper side of what it could be and just the superficial, I feel like that's where people start to feel um, like they can't get rid of it. Because I know that a lot of people go through cleanses and stuff like that. They're like, um, it's just too much for them or they just realized that they've just been too deep into it. Um, I just kind of, it, it, like I said, it could be too much. So um, I think that's probably possibly why people can get addicted. Not to mention that you feel a sense of connection and to um, people that may feel like lonely or stuff like that, especially like right now with the fact that obviously things are, looking better but when covid first hit it was extremely hard to be around people that you um that like aren't within like your normal like radius so, like obviously like we have like our families and stuff like that but like friends like you guys like i know i couldn't see you guys for a while and that was rough but um i had social media there but at the same time like if i relied on it too much i feel like i could have gotten like seriously addicted to it and then who knows like maybe the like, couple of like years from now i could notice like certain things of like oh like I, i'm using this so much i can't even get off of it or you know so it's like establishing the little connection that um that make you want to keep going back okay interesting I understand what do you think you know so i think social media kind of provides like Quentin said um uh i think it provides a lot of closure for a lot of people. I think it's a good way for people to kind of relate to others. Like, I don't know, maybe sometimes some people are just going through a rough time for like, for example, the whole COVID thing. And I think it's very easy for people to find closure on social media because they see that they're not the only ones going through something like that. Mm -hmm. So they feel like they're part of a community, basically. Um, I think another reason for why it's so addicting is just because i mean social media i feel like us as humans we're very nosy like we, we we we're very curious we we like to see you know what's going on in everyone's life right like i'd be curious to see oh you know the life of uh i don't know multi-billionaire you know what do they do oh those are awesome cars or the mm -hmm. life of a gamer you know oh, it'd be a dream to them you know, play video games as your job and stuff like that. And, and people just enjoy that. It's a really, really good source of entertainment. You know, a lot of um, 
a lot of social media is how I get a lot of my information on maybe like uh, like superheroes. I get a lot of superhero facts on social media, and mm-hmm. I really I really like that. I, I'm I'm really into superheroes, so I get addicted to it. Or a lot of news on you know oh the latest video games coming now, and I'm like oh cool, I really like this, so I. I tend to stay or maybe, I don't know, a new artist is dropping a new music video. And Mm -hmm. I know that they give me the previews and it's all because of social media. Now there's social media just provides so much for people in terms of like emotional, emotional support. I feel like social media is a really good place for emotional support for a lot of people. And what's the word like it's a good source of i don't know if i'm using this word right like confirmation i guess i would say like how can i explain this like approval from your peers or yeah kind of yeah where people can be like oh i hope i'm not wrong about something and you know people receive a bunch of support and they just feel better about it Mm -hmm. okay I think um, it's well. Do you want to elaborate, Q? I I just wanted to say something really quick because um for me at least I felt I felt like I was kind of hating on social media. I don't <laughs> I don't I just want to make it clear I don't hate social media <laughs> or anything like that. I just I see that if taken to the extreme, it can be very detrimental, and that's what I obviously don't want to get in like get to because mm-hmm. I feel like social media is a very very powerful useful um tool that we can use for numerous things for example like ramiro was saying like that's how he stays connected to a lot of the stuff like like from superheroes to music and video games and stuff like that like that's awesome and i feel like that's that's very like um essential because that's how businesses are able to grow that's how people are able to stay connected stuff like that the part that i have more of an issue with is when we start again kind of leaning on what ramiro said relying on it for that emotional support of I need validation from my peers. I need um, this post to get liked 100,000 times because it will make me happy. That's the part of social media I feel um, is negative because it promotes a very superficial um, environment for people to live in and that's that's more of what I was trying to avoid obviously like I said I, I don't hate social media at all I think it's awesome and I, I want to see it grow but I want to see it grow in the right places I don't want to see people get frustrated with themselves because they don't have as many followers as someone else I don't want to see people go into arguments because they just can't agree on something because they have different views of like what they're getting and stuff like that I just that's more of what I was trying to get at yeah. rather than yeah. hating well, on social media. So I don't think much. you were really hating on it. I think you were offering a, a point of view from the other side. Like, you yeah. know what I mean, you're being taught how to release people in and like what works and what doesn't work. Right. Yeah. So I don't, I don't from what I got, I it didn't seem that you necessarily hated it. I think it, like you said, it's a warning sign of don't let it consume you. Yeah, um, like a reality check. Yeah, and that kind of plays into what I want to talk about next is uh, if 
like what are what are your all's guesses on how many people today let's say the general public how how much what's the percentage out of a hundred um that use some type of social media ninety five percent wow okay it's a good guess honestly i'd have to say around like 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 ninety five 90 percent and the reason i say that is just because like i feel like especially with the newer generations like everyone is just being like you see kids with ipads and stuff like that so everyone's getting pulled into this digital age and stuff like that so so are you talking worldwide or are you talking certain like people no just general public not worldwide so let's say here in north america north america bro i'd say somewhere like 98 percent then 98 99 okay. maybe it's so y'all's guesses are not fantastic for what i asked however <laughs> they do tell what we're gonna lead into so the correct correct answer this is from a survey in about 2018 from pew research um said stated that 72 percent of the public uses some type of social media okay Okay. However, keep in your keep in mind that y'all said 95, 98, right? Yeah. High, yeah. high 90s. Approximately 90% of 18 to 29 year olds have some form of social media. So it okay. makes sense in my mind that y'all would say high 90s because that's who we're surrounded by. And yeah. I the numbers aren't listed here um, in my notes, but I would or on the website but quinton mentioned a really interesting thing of like you see these children with phones it seems like the age to get a phone and like an ipad and stuff is getting younger and younger yeah sure Um, i I remember myself i got my phone when i was like in the third grade and i thought i was so cool but guess who couldn't talk to anybody because no one else had a phone smartphone (laughs) in high school yeah (laughs) my first phone i think was in like the seventh grade it was a little flip phone yeah um i feel like i got that more as more as like a protection kind of thing though rather than like to actually contact people because i mean everyone no one had a phone yeah different reasons right Mm -hmm. but that is an interesting thing that the way you answered because y'all are basically well nailing it on the head of our the people we are surrounded right 18 to 29 90 percent and as you go up in age it goes down it trails not dramatically but by the time you get to about 65 plus people who are about 65 years and older, it's about 40%. Yeah. That's when it starts leveling out to that 72% of the public. And if you think about it at that point, um, from like, again, not to offend any older people, but I mean, that that's like the technological barrier that, that could be there. Um, that well, I was going to say, I think that's a lot of 40% of people didn't grow up with a lot of the social media i think that's a lot no i I agree as well but what i'm saying like like the reason that it isn't higher or something like that is could be because of that technological barrier for one the fact that i didn't even grow up with it at all so like i didn't need it so like why do i need it now stuff like that 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 could be a possible explanation for why when pew research redo they redo this survey i'm sure the 65 plus will be way higher yeah for sure um because like when we're sixty five, I mean I don't know maybe Who I won't even have social, social media. media I'm still gonna man. I'm still gonna be raging in Warzone three thousand twenty two. But 
I think it'll be interesting to see those numbers. The like look social going back to World War Two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, World not again. <laughs> uh, oh, but it's it's so interesting because as Quinn said, the technological barrier is kind of there. Because social media in the grand scheme of things is still kind of young. Yeah. It doesn't feel young because we've kind of grown up with it, but it definitely is still evolving. Especially since it's grown, at such a, it's grown at such a rapid rate. Like when you think yeah. about forms of communication, people didn't like what the telephone was invented in like what, like 1800s, but they weren't oh. like readily available. <laughs> they weren't like readily available like to people like they still had to go to places to use the phone and stuff like that. But like the, the by the time people finally got phones like in their homes, I'd say what, like maybe 50 years i don't i don't know the dates but i mean like i would say maybe like 40 50 years before that started happening mm-hmm. whereas with social media it's like from one start of like use myspace as an example to like now that's crazy the fact that you can have it on like all your devices on like multiple accounts you all this stuff and it's just so easy to get to talk to people to do everything on social media because I just again that's I just think it's crazy how rapid it has grown. Yeah. Compared to other forms of communication. Well, and so I think the rapid pace of social media's growth has to also lead into the addiction, right? Yeah. In pop culture, like because not to beat a dead horse, but I'm gonna backtrack just a little bit, but it's like social media is meant to feed you what you want to see. And then yeah. slowly introduce you to new things to get you addicted to new things, right? Yep. Yeah. So with that, obviously it makes sense for it to grow. However, I want to ask both of y'all, do you think social media and the way that we have it today? So let's let's each do a personal reflection first. So Quinn, the okay. way you interact with social media today, in your own opinion, be honest do you think it's healthy to be honest no and the main reason being is because i know and i don't i don't know how y'all are with this but i know for me the first thing i do is i pick up my phone and i see the little red dot next to my instagram the little red dot next to my twitter little red dot next to my snapchat and i gotta make sure those are gone and i feel like that's (laughs) like that's like my little accomplishment for when i wake up um that i go through all of them um it's funny because like i say that i haven't used facebook in years but i guarantee you the app is open because of that stupid little notification and i see it and i'm like i just click on it just to like get rid of the notification that's it you know what i mean like passive so, engagement exactly but that's still an engagement the fact yeah, exactly. that that's, i that's feeding the you're addicted exactly so i don't necessarily say i wouldn't necessarily say i'm I mean, I guess I could be, but I don't necessarily think I'm addicted. I'm Mm -hmm. viewing it more as like, this is just the norm of what I'm just so used to at this point. I mean, maybe I contradict myself and I'm saying, yeah, I am. I'm just totally addicted by everything I'm saying. But I guarantee you that's like the first thing that I do. And I know that I'm not alone in that. I know a ton of people feel like that because I just, I've talked to numerous people and they've all said that of like Mm -hmm. the first thing that they do in the morning is, get rid of those stupid little notifications and yeah. whether it be something like someone's actually talking to you or um, a Snapchat being like, 
oh happy holiday or whatever i hate those because i always think i'm getting a message i'm like no it's not but but yeah okay romero what do you think so i'm actually i'm actually struggling to make up my mind whether it's healthy and unhealthy i'm gonna say it's more of a Mm, I don't know if I'd call it a 50-50, really. Yeah. I think maybe more like a 60-40 of 60% unhealthy, 40% healthy. Yeah. At least from my experience, because again, I most of the time the reason I use social media is to just communicate with y'all or communicate with my other friends. Mm-hmm. And like I I do also like looking at like funny posts and stuff but i think now like all over every time i get on social media it's always something political right and it just i mean uh, i would say it's unhealthy because you know it just it gets you either mad or sad or disappointed and stuff it's 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 just it doesn't make you feel too great and, you know, I'm over here trying to look for funny videos. And then sometimes I'll see someone die on social media. And I'm like, bro, I could have gone my entire life not seeing that. Your feed is, di- I mean, like, just to interrupt. I was going to say, I think your different. feed's different. Than yeah. Bro, what made my feed like that? It's you! Right? <laughs> you! Why man. me? You're feeding uh, the algorithm. No, I don't even search for this. I don't even follow people for this. I this once I send y'all, it's like monkeys. No. Oh, yeah. All things. jokes aside, yeah. It is interesting. I send y'all monkeys like slipping or so, taking a bath or a cat getting scared. And it's like, oh yeah, someone just got decapitated from the cartel. I'm like, bro, <laughs> why? Why I'm literally I'm I'm literally having a good time right now and you just you just hit me with that so again it's healthy because i get to stay connected with all of y'all and i get to send y'all some funny stuff and i get to receive some funny stuff from y'all it's very um it's very soothing whenever um there's stuff going wrong in our daily lives but then you you come across all of these like negative things in social media and it just makes things worse so yeah Yeah. i'd give it a 60 40 from my experience Okay, I think so. Me personally, I think it's definitely unhealthy. I think I've gotten better. Um, so, man, what year of college is this? I'm approaching my last year. Um, so, turn me up. Yeah, turn me up. <laughs> Let's see. Maybe a year ago. Yeah, because I when I got my new apartment. So about a year ago, I did a social media cleanse, mm-hmm. and. I mean, it was hard. Like I deleted Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, iFunny, YouTube, all that stuff, right? Not YouTube. Exactly. And it's, <laughs> and it's like, it was a really strange uh, sensation because it was hard. It really was. And, it, and this is the thing that gets me is it wasn't hard because I was like, oh, I'm not going to be able to communicate with people. It was hard because I knew I was going to be bored. Yeah. And that's the thing of like, that's how I knew it was unhealthy is because it wasn't, oh, I'm not going to be able to talk to my family or I'm not going to be able to talk to this person or this person. It was, what am I going to do in my free time? Gotcha. 
And so when I freed up a bunch of times, um, cause I don't know if you, if you have ever done the thing on your phone where it's like, it tells you how much time you spend on your phone. Yeah. Mine was high. Yeah. It was too much. Yeah. Um, so I did the social media cleanse and I had so much time to do my homework, go work out, do this, which is great. But I still found that it was very difficult. Because mm-hmm. the interesting thing is, even though you have more time, it doesn't mean you get extra motivation to do that stuff. Yeah. So, because in a, in a perfect world, I should have, okay, the social media is gone. Let me spend three extra hours studying. That's not realistic. I, well, I've, already been, I've already done my studying. I don't want to study more. Yeah. Okay, let me go to the gym for an extra hour. I'm exhausted. Why would I do that? Oh, let me pick up a book. It's like the motivation doesn't just immediately fill in because you have extra time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, after the social media cleanse, I did, uh, I redownloaded Snapchat for communication purposes, right? Yeah. Because I don't remember if y'all remember when I was gone for, I, what was it, like a month, maybe two months? Yeah. Probably. Um, but I did miss, you know, knowing when stuff was going on, talking, sending funny stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So I downloaded Snapchat for communication because I, I do genuinely use Snapchat more as like a second text message option. Um, and then what I did is I re-downloaded Instagram, but I stopped using my old one and created a new one for my climbing to track progress and stuff. Um, so after the social media cleanse, things have definitely been better, healthier. I still can find myself every oh, and I redownload YouTube. Everyone needs YouTube. Agreed. Because um, like, like I said, it's just the motivation doesn't immediately come back, and so you you're like, okay, well, I have three extra hours, but let me just lay in bed. I will say I was very well rested during that social media <laughs> cleanse. Um. But other than that, I can't personally say that I was like, oh, I, I, my productivity doubled or tripled. I mean, yeah. I, I, I was more productive, but it wasn't as much as you would think or as much as people say. And I, this is just my personal experience. Um, I'm sure some people do genuinely, they're like, okay, uh, no more social media. I need to fill my time. It just, that's not necessarily what happened to me. Um, it just sounds like you needed like a good balance of it in your life. because Exactly. To- and I think... I think that's where I'm at now of like, I do check, but I check like for my Instagram, I check and it's stuff that I'm genuinely involved in within my community of climbing and stuff. Like it makes sense. It wasn't, let me scroll for three hours just to refresh and then have another two hours worth of stuff to go through, you know? Yeah. Um, Which is interesting because in the 2018 study, Uh, conducted by the University of Pennsylvania, the researchers found that through a general poll, reducing social media use to 30 minutes a day resulted in a significant reduction in levels of anxiety, depression, loneliness, sleep problems, and FOMO or fear of missing out. Um, So I want to ask both of y'all, what do you think? One, do you think it's realistic that that is going to happen with everyone and two what do you think that means about today's current status within social media 
So you can go first, Quentin. It, I think it's interesting because with people and they're like, like how you, like, I mean, you said it yourself that when you experienced this, you um, did notice some of these things, but you also were finding yourself. So at some points in the day, just like you didn't really have, like you said, you didn't have stuff to do. So you needed something to be there. But so they're saying that social media reduces all of this stuff. And when you think about like the people that um, like that are in our generation right now, not that I don't want to say we're less productive because of it, because I definitely think that social media can be a, a big driving force to maybe be productive to like, I mean, it depends on what you're using it for. I know some people could be like, Oh, like, look at me, look at what I'm doing and stuff like that and font off. But um, I feel like a large portion of people just generally like to do things and they just want to share what they're doing. So the fact that like they're um, lowering all this stuff, I guess maybe just because it's reducing the amount of like interactions that they're having with people that are promoting negativity. Not that everything on social media is negative, but just that they're, they're less, um, they're not as surrounded by it. So yeah. There's, I mean, because we don't have to ignore the fact that there's a lot of negativity on social media. Like we said, like there's not, there's going to be a ton of haters that just are like, don't disagree with everything that someone says that just want to go against someone because they're not a fan of them or stuff like that. So I guess that could all relate to just being um, clear of it and just not having to deal with it and that could promote to that um lower levels of depression lower levels of sleep problems stuff like that just because they don't have to put up with it yeah and it's interesting you mentioned that because uh it didn't state how long the study was conducted Mm -hmm. because it just says you know if you reduce social media to 30 minutes like this, you know, reduction, anxiety, depression, loneliness, blah, blah, blah. So I'm curious how long, because like I said, mine was what, about a month, maybe two. I don't remember. It felt like forever. Um, and yeah, I felt I did see some increase in productivity and I saw this and that, but it wasn't, it wasn't that. Granted, I don't have high levels of anxiety. I have never experienced depression and I don't feel lonely. Mm-hmm. Well, sleep problems did get fixed, um, but I, I think in my opinion, like going from where you're at right now to just going straight down to 30 minutes a day is really hard. Yeah, and that's it why definitely I, is. And that's why I had to do the click because at first I tried doing that, right? But the temptation is still there. That app is right there and you don't realize how much time you spend, right? if you open it six times, you've probably spent already an hour. If you only spend 10 minutes each time, that's an hour. Yeah. And that could be just scrolling, clicking through a few profile pictures. So I tried to do 30 minutes, but 30 minutes between all my social media was so challenging in the sense of like, I couldn't, mm-hmm. I, I wasn't able to actually only spend 30 minutes. So that's why I had to do the full cleanse of just delete everything. So I don't have that temptation. I mean, it got to the point where I had to delete stuff and my girlfriend had a password, like the parent parental lock on it. So I couldn't download it. 
Um, not that I don't have self-control, but it was like that way in my head, there was no temptation of being like, yeah. you know what? This cleanse is stupid. Let me just go back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what do you think, Mira? Like what to you do you think that means? So I think, I think everyone's different. I think um, I can see how bring you, you know, a better mental health. Mm-hmm. But I think if, you know, I don't know, I I, I really think it's um, depending on everyone's situation. Like right now, or let's take a year ago, um, none of us could go anywhere. You know, none of us could hang out or anything. And, you know, before that, some people were already in that situation where they really couldn't do anything. They were just stuck at home, if not at school. So social media was really the only way for them to, you know, stay in touch with friends or maybe it was just their main source of entertainment. They didn't have, I don't know, cable. They didn't have TV. They didn't have video games or something like that. So I don't think it's going to work everyone i i do i can see how it can fix some things yeah i can see how it can definitely you know reduce stress reduce anxiety reduce depression and stuff like that but you know not everyone has that like you you were a perfect example matt you know it it was kind of increase your productivity and it's like and it fixed your sleep schedule but you know, aside from that, there wasn't a, all that big a difference. Mm-hmm. Maybe for someone like me who barely uses social media, maybe it might it might also fix my sleep schedule because <laughs> I know y'all know I send y'all TikToks at like 3, 4 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, I don't know. Honestly, I'm, I'm a little divided between, yeah, it would it would probably be a good idea to, you know, stay away from social media for a little bit or limit it. But at the same time, I'm like, honestly, there's really little difference it's mm-hmm. going to make. And right now, I feel like everything is becoming more um, digital, digital, ah, digitized. Is that how you say it? Digital? Digitized. Sure. digitized. There we go. Uh, digitized. Where everything is just becoming everything's online now everything is through some sort of electronic device even the way we pay you know we don't we barely interact with people now yeah we just you know we have a card we put it up to a card reader and that's it we don't we don't go up to a cashier we're barely going up to cashiers anymore being like hey how's it going hi you find everything all right yeah yeah how was your day you know that little small talk then the exchange of money that little brief physical exchange. And it, now it's just kind of like, oh, click of a button. You paid. Oh, my package is here. There's literally no interaction. So I feel yeah. like really reducing the digital interaction you have online is not really going to make a di- maybe It might make a tiny difference in your own personal life, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I, again, it just, it just depends on everyone's situation. But right now, I don't see it affecting 
people a lot. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. I mean, I, I just found, because I, I feel like you always hear people, especially of the older generation, like, oh, if you just put your phone down and go interact, and it's like, it's one of those things, it's like, it's easier said than done in the sense of just because I want to go and interact doesn't mean other people do. Yeah. Like yeah, well, everyone would have to have that exact same mindset and switch, right? And you yeah. could be that person to like spark it and stuff like that. And I'm not saying that that's like bad or anything like that because it, it, it is, it's nice, especially like when um, you're in, a, in an environment where a lot of people are on their phones. Because I remember like one of my first days of um, college, um, it was filled like because we had a class of, like what 250 people and yeah. it was filled with just people all on their phones on their computers waiting for the professor to come in and i was i was one of those and i just remember thinking like why like i, I understand like i may only be here for the time that the class is going to be and it was like wasn't that long it was only the because it was only for the semester so i'm like but i might as well get to know some of these people and I did, and um, I had good conversations. We had, like, um, friendships and stuff like that. But obviously, like, you're not going to be friends with everyone. But I made that time fun and worth, like, interacting with people because I didn't just want to be on my phone the whole time, you know what I mean? So um, in that situation, it could be um, nice, especially when people reciprocate that feeling back towards you because that's awesome. Mm -hmm. But um, like, like you said, not everyone is going to be willing to do that. And I've had fair share of, um, of that too, just because like sometimes when like you're in college, some people are very socially driven and they want to be surrounded by other people. And then you have other people that really are just there to get their degree and that's it. And not that that's a bad thing, but it's just, you can't like those people don't want to be interacted with. So you don't have that um, same feeling that's reciprocated back. So, um, so yeah, it's that's kind of touching on how you were talking about um, yeah. putting your phone down, going up to talk to people because you could get a mixture of of both um, re like replies of yeah, that's cool, or more keeping to themselves. Yeah, and I think the constant approval of like social media also makes it harder to deal with rejection because mm -hmm. you're used to yeah. that constant approval, right? And yeah. it's like even something as simple as like going up and talking to somebody and they're like, no, I don't want to talk. And it's like, like it hurts, like probably on a deeper level than it should. Yeah. Um, which I think is, it's interesting. There's, there's lots of side effects of social media, right? Yeah. But we're going to shift just a little bit and I want to play just a small little game, not even really a game, but just kind of a quick little, I guess what lightning round maybe okay. of but let's different, get it. different social media. So I'm going to give you a name of a platform. I won't call it a social media because that's what we're going to decide. Okay. A, a platform. And I want to hear your opinion on whether or not you think it qualifies as a social media. And you can either do that with your own opinion or based off the definition. Okay. Um, and this is going to, gonna be more of a debate between the both of y'all just because i'm curious um okay if you agree then we just move on to the next one and unless i strongly disagree I'll, I'll still chime in i won't just go radio silent but 
I'm, I'm very curious, okay? Because, okay. like I said, me and Quinn are on this side of, we kind of grew up with social media, and you, Romero, you're kind of on the other side. So I'm yeah. extremely curious to see if, based off what has happened and how you've experienced things, if everyone aligns, okay? Okay. So we'll start off simple. Twitter. Is that a social media? Yeah. Go. Romero, good? Yes. Yes, for Go. sure. Uh, Facebook. Yes. Instagram. Yes. Yes. Okay. YouTube. Yes. No. Interesting. Okay. I would not call that one social media. Okay, so why um, do you not consider that one social media? For me, social media is... And mm, how can I explain it for y'all to kind of understand how I feel? So I think YouTube, I see it more as a how can i explain it almost like a tv station yeah like it's yeah. it's almost like another way of watching tv and like i don't consider tv social media even if i'm watching like reality shows someone else's shows i don't i don't i don't consider it social media so mm-hmm. i guess i guess i kind of view youtube the same way it's kind of like oh i can see videos i can see uh people playing music i can see people playing video games and stuff and although people might try their best to interact with their audience through their videos in the end i feel like they still need to use a different platform to actually engage in that kind of social media type of lifestyle mm-hmm. oh, so i i would not i would not say youtube is is social media okay quinn do you have something to disprove so i believe that youtube was first created with the intent of um for one not that they did this on purpose but just not being a social media i don't think that youtube planned on being a social media or going in that route but for me from like my earliest experiences with youtube i just remember like how amir said viewing it almost as like a tv channel of people creating their own content um whether it be videos that they make or compilations of stuff, I think that um, that wasn't their original intent for it to be a social media. Now, with the emergence of Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, all that stuff, I think that they try now to think of themselves a little bit more of a social media platform because of things like like lives. Like obviously, like um, with lives, you're you're um, reaching out to a wide range of people and you're having almost i guess it could be a conversation because you have um the youtuber who is interacting with their comment section their chat um all that stuff and it's all people saying things back and forth who don't really know each other but they're having conversations about similar topics about opposing topics arguing with each other um, agreeing with each other whatever they want Hmm. and i feel like that has become a little bit more of what YouTube is now, especially with um, all the little things that they try to do to get you to watch all these different videos. I feel like like with the algorithms, algorithms and stuff like that, I feel like that's it's more tailored to how a social media is run than how an online platform um, designed to um, share like video content. For example, like with um, like Netflix or Hulu or something like that, I feel like 
yeah, they, their goal is to try to get me to watch stuff that they think I would like, but YouTube tailors it to <clears throat> um, something a little bit more of like um, towards my opinion, whereas Netflix just thinks of, oh, we think you'd like this kind of movie or something like that. It's not based off of my opinions, my views, stuff like that. Okay. Interesting. I don't know really where I fall on that spectrum. Uh, part of me is like, I, I definitely see both of your points. So Ramirez kind of leaning towards the, it's like almost like an extended like TV service. Right. Yeah. Um, which I agree. Um, however, on the same side, it's like, I spend so much time on YouTube. It's no longer TV. Yeah. Uh, Cause I don't watch TV. I don't really watch movies. Don't have Netflix, but I spend a lot of time on YouTube. So I don't know. Um, we'll move on to the next one though. Um, I funny. I'd say, yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I think Interesting. I, say... I was expecting you to both say no. Why? It's like a forum. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, yeah, I do consider it social media. Okay. 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 Uh, let's see. What's the next one? MySpace. Yes. Yeah. Because I think yeah. I think that was like one of the original so uh, platforms for social media. Mm -hmm. The first few. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna kind of go a little bit broader, but like Netflix and Hulu. No. Nah, with those, like, because, like, kind of how I said with, like, YouTube, it's more of, um, I don't, I don't think they've crossed that threshold. Maybe they will in the future because of, like I said, what YouTube is going through and, like, my opinion, because I think that YouTube from when they first started to now, I think that, not that they've changed their business plan, but I just think that they, they do things differently than they used to. And not just as, like, because, like, all companies do that, like, from the very start but i feel like writers right a right as social media began to take off youtube kind of shifted its mentality to think of itself a little bit more as a social media rather than um a content creative platform hmm. okay interesting uh twitch that's what it was called twitch i was waiting for that one i would twitch? not consider it social media I would just because of the same things like how I said with YouTube of like the chats, the forums, stuff like that, the live interaction. So, yeah. So, Ramir, why would you not consider that one? Because that one's very interactive. You're constantly interacting and there's a it is, lot of uh, going back and forth. And so I'm curious. This one's a little harder to explain for me. It's more of just, I guess, the way it feels. But in the end, I still feel like it's just a streaming service of entertainment. It's not really social media. Like, yeah, there's interactions in terms of comments and everything, but hmm, I don't know. This one, I, I don't know how I would explain, to be honest. It just, it just doesn't feel like it could be social media because the only thing that there is is like videos for entertainment. Yeah. And I guess in <clears throat> social media, there's also that where like you share your stuff. It's, it's just a different kind of vibe. And that's why like, and if in my all, like in, like in all honesty here, like 
YouTube and Twitch, I I view them differently than I do Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. But at the end of the day, I still believe that they should follow under social media um, because that's kind of social media's game of creating content, sharing content, getting people to interact with each other, stuff like that. Not saying like you're wrong or anything like that, because like I said, we all have our different opinions and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah, that's that's more of how I'm gonna place it because of the way that we um, define social media. I think so. I think as far as Twitch goes, I think Twitch, you could probably convince me. You could probably convince me that yeah, it's social media. But with YouTube, I don't think you could. So. Yeah, Twitch is a little harder to explain, but I, to me, it feels like it is not social media. So it's like a general feeling rather than yeah. A, okay, mm-hmm. it's okay, not a set one. set definition. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Okay, so the last one, and I want you to before. So obviously, you can say your first thought on it, but I, I want you to really boil it down to what social media use means to you and what based off my definition of websites and applications that enable users to create and share content or to participate in social networking. Do you think the news could be considered social media? Now, yes. Okay. Mm. No, I'm going to go with no. Okay. I think, I think the news, how do I explain this? I think the news is, because ah, it's weird because the news to me, the news is basically like, what, like, um, not a corporation or yeah, I guess a corporation, yeah. re- like just reporting on stuff. And they use many different ways to report that. One being social media, like Mm -hmm. Twitter, Instagram, even Snapchat and stuff. They use all these platforms to report what they do. And they also use like TV and stuff. So that's that's hard, honestly, because I I don't think I even see it. I see it more as a channel than anything. Mm -hmm. I don't really see. I don't even see it as like a a streaming service or anything it's more like oh it's just a, it's just a channel on tv mm-hmm. or it's just you know a company trying to advertise whatever they're doing yeah so um before going into this i, I want to make like again something a little bit clear i don't view youtube and twitch as a social media company i view it as social media but i don't view it as a social media company if that makes sense meaning that yeah because uh, obviously, like Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, they're all different from YouTube and Twitter, or not like, YouTube and Twitch. So I think that's obviously that there's a clear divider there. When it comes to the news, however, I still believe that the news can be considered social media, specifically because of the same way that YouTube and um, Twitch have adapted their platforms to fit everyday people now. For example, um, news networks all have their own websites now that have um, chats, forums, people that they can post. Um, people can post stuff. People can say, "Hey, 
this just happened and um this should be on like the news or something like that so like if there's like an event of like a crash or something like that they can update stuff to tell people about and um they don't have to take that way to ro to work in the morning or stuff like that so like to update like traffic stuff like that um or just news of like um there's a like a a what is it like a um The situation of like where the police need to get involved or something like that someone can contact the news and be like oh i found some um information about this or something like that so all of this stuff i feel kind of channels through them and i feel like that's what classifies them as a form of social media now the news themselves is not social media but the things that they are doing now i would i would classify as social media um, and fall under that category I'm going to, so I am going to side with Quentin on this one. And the reason being is actually for different reasons than Quentin even cited. But so to me, social media is aligns pretty decently with the definition that we pulled of a platform or some kind of application to enable some kind of user to create and share whatever kind of content, right? Yeah. yeah. And to me, I, I think the important distinction is if it's cold, hard news, right? Mm -hmm. like, like what's just a fact, right? The sun will rise tomorrow. That's yeah. news, okay? That's not social media. But in today's news, it is extremely hard to find news that is unbiased, right? Yeah. Okay. So the news plays into their demographics and how they get their interactions. And based off those two things alone, it's already starting to sound like social media. You're yeah. trying to get interactions and you're trying to play towards the people that you know you're going to get interactions and you're going to get views and you're going to get you know promotions, right? yeah and because i mean it's so hard to find modern day news that's just aired on tv that isn't biased one way or the other it goes both sides yeah um and for that reason alone i think it could be i think it is considered social media to me obviously it's not seen in the same light as snapchat facebook twitter all that right yeah but i think it's super interesting the way people define social media and how it actually translates. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, I mean, they've got people that they're putting out content that they think people want to see. Mm -hmm. They're trying, they're seeking that approval the same way that you seek approval. When you put something on Instagram, you're trying to get likes, you're trying to get comments, you're trying to get people to see it. Yeah. So, that's my take on, I think, if, if news or, is social media. Yeah. Um, but based on that, I think we've kind of talked pretty wholly around uh, social media and what's considered. But I think the last thing I think we should try and talk about is the things we should not forget. So, Fine. so some things that... <laughs> Huh, Vine, yeah. Vine. Yeah, Vine. <laughs> but more of like things we shouldn't forget as humans when we're yeah going through social media. So I think 
one of the things that I try and ingrain is it's okay to not be the best at something, right? Mm-hmm. You're, you're never going to be, there's always going to be someone faster. There's always going to be someone smarter. There's always going to be someone prettier than you, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, and I think for me, and I don't know, I don't know if it's like this with y'all, but it's that it's, you kind of get under this weird perception with social media of like, that may not be the case. Like you're always comparing yourself to something. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that be people you follow or some something on the explore page of like a celebrity, like I could compare my followers. I could compare how many people they're following and, Oh, I have a higher ratio or look how many posts they have. Like there's always something to compare. Oh, she's super pretty. How do I do that? And then you find another post. Oh, she's super pretty. How do I do that? Oh man, this guy's super ripped. Let me follow his, you know, fitness plan. Oh, this it didn't work. Like just, it's this vicious cycle. Um, and I think it's super important that it's like, it's not realistic to be the absolute best all the time and be the absolute best at everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that's one thing that I think needs, <laughs> like if we could have just like a giant banner of all social media, it's just like, it's okay to be average. Well, not just average. It's okay to be yourself. And I exactly. Feel like that's, and that's the thing. It's like, that's a lot of things. What I, that's a lot of a big part of what I feel like people forget about when they're on social media is they look to social media because that's what they view or not even view that's what they see that people are liking because if like you said a celebrity has like 20,000 likes on a picture that's going to be something that oh like I need to strive to be towards I need to do that I need to do that I need to be that when in actuality you don't really need to do that because it's just you and I'm not saying that you don't have the potential to be that I'm saying you have the potential to be your best self because that's who you're designed to be. Not saying you're not designed to be a celebrity, but you're designed to be who you are. Whether that be um, someone that's in a career field, a ce- like you could, if you want to be a celebrity, go ahead and be a celebrity. But it's more about not losing yourself in the fame, in the um, the neglect of people. If you feel like you're on social media but no one follows you no one likes your posts stuff like that don't get lost in that because that's not a true representation of who you are you are the one who um truly decides who you are not other people and what they say whether it be good or bad it's more of what you think of yourself and just to Mm -hmm. not get lost in that is important Yeah. yeah i agree any Final words for you, Mr. Gonzalez? I don't think so. I think, honestly, I think we were, despite, you know, the, the the differences we have growing up with social media, I think we're actually pretty, pretty, um, I think we're in agreement with how we feel about social media overall. I think there's just a few disagreements here and there. No. But I think we can all agree on, like, the effects of social media has on us yeah all right well with that it's coming towards the end of the episode um some few final thoughts uh, make sure to follow us on twitter and instagram at witty talk 
don't forget um, that yeah, <laughs> the please media part. Yeah. yeah let's promote the social media that is unhealthy <laughs> if you only have 30 minutes go follow us on twitter and instagram exactly there you go um <laughs> with that also being said don't forget that this episode well an episode will be coming out on friday so look out for that mm-hmm. i'm trying to think i want to i mean follow us on spotify as well but i think maybe by this time apple podcast right we're still waiting to hear back from that um i want to say because normally i've heard that um they usually take about they could take as short as two weeks but they could also take as long as four to even six weeks so it just depends but hopefully by then we'll be on there if not um look at us on other um, places that you get your podcast google podcasts um breaker i think it's another one all these different stuff um and if we are not there let us know and see if we can put you um see if we can put put our podcast on the place you listen to so i get outreach to more people uh, more people can hear us reach us through social media exactly Uh, (laughs) (laughs) see we always go back to it we always go back to it. it's just a big part of today's uh life cycle i guess but yep with that being said uh hope you all have a great rest of your day on your way out don't forget to pick up your feelings and uh that'll be it bye guys Bye. See ya.